So, uh, update on um, the uh, animals uh, that have infested my house. Am uh, I the only one hearing that music? <laughs> what music? <laughs> Happy 420! Are you serious? Thank you for joining us. We'll sure you have no regret. Even we can't believe we're not canceled yet. We're gonna tell some stories. We're gonna have a good time. And you know for sure, we're gonna have a laugh. This is the podcast. This is the podcast. 100% free. This is the podcast. This is the So when I last checked in on uh, uh, the animals that invaded uh, the loft of my house, remember the there was it was a, a squirrel, and then the guy came and he got the squirrel out, mm-hmm. and then there was still the little pitter patter of little mice. Yes, apparently right. And Jared's been home; he's he's moved back in basically now. So he said, "Oh no, I hadn't heard anything." So I, I get up on uh, Sunday morning and come down to uh, the kitchen. And the, the pantry is uh, is locked shut. Like he's put, there's a, a spoon in the pantry, like locking the pantry shut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Much like a scene from M. Night Shyamalan's... Uh, Signs? What was the Mel Gibson Signs. movie? Signs, where they lock the uh, alien in the, in the pantry. Okay. So I'm like, well, that's odd. Don't and, open the, uh, don't open the <laughs> pantry, Jimmy. Don't open the pantry. And and so I I just kind of forgot about it, didn't open the pantry. And then Brooksy came down and she's like, why is the pantry locked? And then then Jared came down and he said, I locked the mouse in there. Oh, God. (laughs) I said, what? (laughs) So he he comes down for a snack at uh, like midnight, whatever, 1 a.m., whatever kid's snack time is. And... And opens the thing and he, he sees something scurry and, he, and then he thought he was just drunk or something. He probably was drunk. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then so he kept reaching in for the crackers or whatever he was looking for. And then all of a sudden it darted out. And he said it just stopped right at the front of the pantry and just stared at him. And so he... he my question to you was, is the right move to lock the mouse in the pantry with all your food? No. Or to try and scurry <laughs> the mouse out of the pantry? Yeah, or... Or because he's just gonna get well, he, he might eat himself to death. That's your only hope. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say he's gonna start in there, and then all that food's gonna be useless. Oh. Well, which he did. So obviously that day, my entire whatever I was going to do that day, golfing was lost, and it was a full pantry clean oh. between Brooksy and I, where we had to empty everything out, and there was uh, there was some mouse residue around an empty an open box of crackers. Yeah, that I don't Ooh. know had been there, but we can't figure out. You know, mice are unbelievable, right? They can get through little nooks and cracks. Yeah. First of all, the, oh, the mouse escaped the pantry. Oh, God. So it didn't even work. Of course it did. There's no, there's it didn't no work. Rocket it in. Do you think he had like a little magnet in there where he was able to move the spoon out from the inside? <laughs> Maybe. And then, and, then, and then put it back yeah. in so we put didn't it back. Yeah, Exactly. A little MacGyver move. Uh, these dummies. No, but there's... Okay. 
they can there's the little tiny holes as you know between cupboards as any any pantry or thing would yeah but i don't understand how and also jared said that the mouse was let's this pantry has let's say it's uh four three feet wide by six feet tall nice and uh someone's living large humble brag and no, no, that's not a big, it's not a big, I don't know. It's just like a cupboard. Okay. And it's probably, it's probably four, four, Ooh, uh, four, nice. four, four <laughs> shelves. But I didn't, mice can't climb walls, can they? Like yes. scurry up walls? Of course I didn't think they could. Do. No, but they don't they, they need they some sort of, no, don't they need some sort of, uh, you know, no. like they can't climb up straight walls, can they? Don't I they need they like, could. they can do anything. Really? I think so. Like yeah. Basically, magnificent little beasts. I didn't know that they could climb like a spider, like uh, you know, vertically now, up a wall. Are you sure it was a mouse, or was it could have been a rat? Was it big? <laughs> it was a mouse. It's no, not it rats in my house. <laughs> Doesn't be. a mouse become a rat when it moves into someone's house? Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure that's how you tell them apart. Anyway, I just, uh, I just, I guess was uh, I was shy. I didn't know the mice because usually whenever I have found. Uh, Look, I live basically in the middle of the woods, so yes. I don't have a problem with squirrels and mice getting to my house. I don't freak out like my my daughters and my wife. They freak out. They yeah. don't like spiders. They don't like anything in the house. But we live in part of nature, so it's a. But with the times that I have you know found mouse remnants in our house, it's usually on the bottom. I never find them on a top shelf. Mice don't party upstairs. I think they party everywhere. I think they party. You got an infestation, seriously. Yeah, you you, you better like you did call someone right. No, no, I take care of it myself. Oh god, yeah, just the old spoon. Seriously, get them keys. They're going to be living there now. They're going to be. They're going to kick you out. From personal experience, when you have mice that are not even trying to hide anymore, you got a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a major right, problem. Cocky. Yeah, like they're like they're they're literally they're going to be kicking you out. Like, of the yeah, house. what are you going to do? You have to. You have to get this professionally taken care of. Well, I took. I don't really like. I don't like to. What do you do? You kill the mice. Put the mice poison down. Unlike the little mouse traps, don't yeah. work. Right? Well, mice traps. I'm. A, I mean, we did have a mouse once in our house a little bit ago, and I set up some traps. And uh, when the thing snapped, Tanny and I both screamed. We were like, "Oh God, this is happening!" <laughs> and was did you fight it? Was oh it yeah, it? I was in there, and I had to like. I had to dispose of it. Yeah, she got that guy to dodge. I got rid of public service announcement. That mouse was not in Prince Edward County. No, it was not. That was in Toronto. <laughs> Dirty, Toronto. Dirty Toronto. They don't have them up in the county. Not in the peck. Not in the So, county. Lester, you say I have an infestation, but what if it's just one, one little mouse? No one chance. little cute little mouse. Like in the cartoons back so, in Bugs Bunny. It was always. Unless you saw Jer uh, Tom, then there's no chance it's just one. Did he have little gloves on? <laughs> it's true. That's usually a good tell. I haven't seen them, but my pantry is now very clean, and all the food is very well closed and protected. So these mice That's aren't good. getting; they're not getting anything anymore. Um, what else? Another problem with my house, and I, I'm actually using this podcast to hopefully get help from somebody. I have a uh, like a, a stone deck mm -hmm. um, off to the side of my house, and the guy came and did it. I don't know a few years ago. He poured concrete, like a big foundation, and 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 put, I don't know if it's flagstone or some kind of stone around the deck, okay? And so I, I go out to do a little cleanup. I was doing like Jimmy cleanup, uh, spring cleanup day. I do it once a year. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the deck, like multiple large pieces of the stone have fallen off the deck. 
Oh. Like, they're on the ground. Like, the deck is crumbling. How does that... Like, when stone... Did, I thought Stone is permanent. You, you put a stone in, it's a stone deck. When did you get it done? I don't know, like five years ago. Yeah, it shouldn't be done by now. You got jobbed. Yeah. So, if anybody out there knows a, uh, a mason... <laughs> Ooh, look at that. I'll hook you up with a uh, free... Uh, Free plug, maybe you could spot free free segment on the podcast. So these guys don't get anything, but I get a little masonry done. Nice. I like Puffy's that. hypotheticals brought to you by Louis Masonry. There I like you it. go. All right. Uh, yeah, so that's my selfish use of the podcast. I have some things I want to get into. Um, let's do an early version of uh, A-hole or A-OK uh, about our friend the O-Dog. Nice. Ooh, I love it. Is it a So we get back from uh, Augusta National. We didn't talk. Did we talk about this on the pod last week? I don't uh, the, think we the, talked the about the hat. I don't think we did. No, no. Uh, Lester and Soft, by the way, please. I, I'm very forgetful. People are always ask me to bring them stuff from Augusta. You guys have never asked. And then I end up forgetting my friends. Mm-hmm. So because I get a list of like six, seven things from people that they want brought home. And then I just forget bringing gifts from my friends like you guys. So I apologize for that. The green jacket. Uh, <laughs> O-Dog, as I've probably told <laughs> Emancipation from racism. Bring that back for me. <laughs> hey, they've, they've changed their ways. Just kidding. That was the 80s. Couldn't help it. It's a different time ago. <laughs> so every time, I've talked about this in the pod before, every time I go away, O-Dog sends me a request for something. And to the point where I don't really know whether he's joking or not. I think right? it's a running joke. Apparently, it's, it's a, not. It's a. I always thought it was a running joke because, like, Tom Brady would be doing a news conference and he'd say, "Get me that hoodie that Brady's wearing," and then he'd come back with, "I'm not paying." Yeah, that's what he does every time I'm away. So on on this particular uh, trip to the Masters, on like Tuesday or Wednesday, I believe I. I think I probably have lost the text by now, but he sends me, he goes, I want two white masters bucket hats. That's all he says. One line text. Yeah. So I make my way to the, first of all, there's not like, I don't know how people imagine Augusta National. There's a lot like 50 stores all over the place. There's one main souvenir center. It takes us a bit of a haul to get there and it's incredibly crowded. The lines are like obscene, right, Puffy? Yes, they're crazy. So, like, it was really crazy this year, especially. It's like waiting for, you know, Space Mountain at Disney World or whatever. It goes back and forth, back and forth. So we make one trip We make one trip a year to this place. So, uh, as a matter of fact, one day we got up early because we had a tip that if we got there at 7 a.m., we could get in before the patrons. That tip was wrong. That was bad info. <laughs> so, anyway, we find our way there Wednesday or Thursday, finally. Uh, the bucket hats are sold out. I look all over the place. I'm in this massive COVID disaster of all these thousands of people jammed into this place. There's no bucket hat. So I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? So I try to look, I try to get, I try to get a bunch of hats that uh, maybe he, a selection of hats that maybe he would like. And I, I buy the hats for the other people. By the way, here's here's a contrast. Lindsay Hamilton, who hosts the uh, Masters from Studio. Yeah. Uh, I said, you know, she was doing such a good job. I said, Lindsay, would you like anything while I'm at the Masters? She says, oh, I'll, t- I'll take anything. Uh, can I transfer you the money right away? 
And I'm like, first of all, Lindsay, it's on me. You do a great job with the Masters. Second of all, you know, she'll I'll say, I'll accept, I'll accept anything that you get, anything yeah. that you give, and I'll transfer you the money in advance. Classy. So, O-Dog, I pick out a hat. I'm like, what would O-Dog like? You know, he probably doesn't want the green hat. I'll get him a, a nice straight black hat with a Masters logo on it. He, he should like that. <laughs> so, uh, we come back. And uh, first night, we have a Tuesday night game. I forgot to bring the stuff. He comes by my bag like a little kid, and he's looking in my bag, <laughs> looking for his goodies. And so I said, tell him, I said, oh, dog, uh, I, I didn't get it. Your hat was sold out. He's like, get the F out of here. Yeah. It was sad. So what are you talking about? I gave you one thing to do, and you couldn't get it done. I'm like, oh, oh dog, I have a lot of things to do. They were sold out. That's bullshit. You've never brought me anything from anywhere before. <laughs> So, so I said, I, I got you a hat. I'll bring it in Thursday. So I bring him the hat Thursday. Also, I, I brought him like a little, uh, as a bonus, because I couldn't get his hats, a little uh, ball markers, Augusta yes. ball markers and, and green repair. So I throw them on the desk. I have them there. He comes in, sits down. He goes, buddy, I can't take this. Uh, my, my request was not met, so I can't accept this. So he turns it down. And he sends it back to me. <laughs> So my a-hole or a-okay, the Overdrive guys talked about this yesterday. He apparently told another completely warped version of this story yeah. that I just completely ignored the, ignored the request and, uh, and put out a poll, which I think 70, should he have accepted the hat? I think there was like maybe 70% said yes or something like that. Only 70? I got to know. I need to speak to the 30% of people that said that O-Dog was right in refusing a gift in hats that I got him. Sorry, I've been yelling. My, my levels are probably too high, Stuff. I apologize. I'm a little well, your fired levels up are right story. on for the story, for sure. I'm so, going to go ahead. Uh, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. No, Lester, please do. I, I thought uh, you were ready for, please for us do. to finally answer the question. Um, I, I unfortunately think that is a hole. Um, come on. You, you, you went, you did what you could, and uh, you brought him back something. He is not entitled to this gift. He asked, you tried, you didn't get it, that's it. Lindsay Hamilton, lovely lady, respectful, offers to pay. You bring her back something, the that's best. great. Stoff and I, never asked, never considered. All good. <laughs> never assumed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can confirm neither of your names came up at all. At all for talking about gifts. When O-Dog rejected the hat, it just went right in the dumpster, right? <laughs> I, I just... I, I didn't even think of giving it to me or Lester. I just need to read you some of these serious responses because Overdrive put out a poll yesterday. And so this is almost like reading, uh, what do they call them, uh, mean tweets, but... Mm. I don't get how O-Dog is at fault here. He asked for an item and was presented with something else. Why should he take something he doesn't want? <laughs> I mean, if you were an Augusta employee, I'd agree with well, that statement. Well, I mean, he could have he could have easily said, like, listen, James, that, uh, that, uh, wouldn't, I'm not going to wear that hat. Just how about you give it to Lester or Stoff? They'll love it. Like, then you'd say, like, okay. But he's like, I'm not taking that. <laughs> also... Hell no, he should not accept that hat. It looks like it was bought at a Love's truck stop along I-95. <laughs> Duffy definitely got this hat in the bargain bin. <laughs> There's no way he paid more for $9.99 for this hat. Brutal hat. Oh, the hat's taking a beating. <laughs> Brutal hat. This hat reminds me of the 1800s. This hat is a joke. <laughs> it should never be accepted. What? 
What is happening here? They're actually trying to start to sway me. Maybe it was a pretty crappy hat. This hat is screaming free gift with purchase. I'm sorry, can, can we see a picture of the hat? Yes, uh, I can do that? that for you because I did take a photo of the hat because Brian Hayes wanted a, uh, a photo to, uh, to begin his discussion yesterday. Oh. So it's, uh, like I said, mm-hmm. black, you know, a nice black baseball cap. The price was $28. All the caps there are $28. I shouldn't put up all the other photos that are at the bottom. (laughs) Okay. So a lot of skin there, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say, let's just say that there will never be any more O Dog requests met at any events I go to. The Masters, Super Bowl. Wow. I do not feel any need to redeem myself. Uh, There's no redemption needed here. Um, any further requests will go unanswered uh, from here forward. Line so. drawn in the sand. You yes. got to put your foot down. Yes. I agree. Now, I do believe I know why the bucket hats were sold out. Because they had the women's amateur event there the week before. And the girl yeah. who won had an obsession with bucket hats. And she bought that one and wore it after winning. And it became a hot ticket item, I believe. Well, right. they, so they were for sure. Yeah, like the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like there was a ton of them. People were like, you know, they're buying eight to ten of them. See, like O Dog should have befriended those people. Just yeah. for more for more context, when Nashville was in the Cup final with Pittsburgh a few years ago, remember the Smashville hats that were so hot? I believe I Puffy, and those, I, yeah. Puffy and I both bought one. He wanted one of those as well, uh, but he texted me the last day when we were going home after the Cup had been won, essentially, or I guess our last time in Nashville. Was mm-hmm. that Cup won in Pittsburgh or Nashville? No, it was one in Nashville. It was, it was okay, so it was the, the day of game six or whatever, five, whenever that Cup was won, mm-hmm. he texted me and said, get me a Smashville hat, I'm not paying. Yeah. Uh, I run around, I look at three places, I can't find it. I ordered one online for him for 60 bucks or whatever. Had it sent to the station so I could present it with him. Uh, well, I mean, O did get his bucket hats. Yes, he ordered them online, which he, he could have done in the first yeah, place. Yeah, he got them online. Wow. So, sorry, just a sidebar to that. Has Pittsburgh ever won the cup at home? I don't think so, right? I don't know that they ever Detroit, have. Certainly, no. they won in San Jose. They won in San Jose. They won in Nashville. Ninety-one, ninety-two. They won in, in Detroit Chicago too, right? Detroit. They won in, in Detroit, Detroit. Yeah, I don't think they ever won it at home. And they won it definitely in Chicago. One of them, I can't remember the. Uh, oh, Minnesota. That, that Minnesota was Minnesota one. Did they win it? Was no, that in Minnesota? Ninety-one. In Minnesota, so yeah, they probably I, won it at home. I feel like that was a storyline, maybe in their last cup year, that they're finally trying to win one at home because. Let's face it, it is nice. We, you know, we were there with the Raptors in 2019. It is, look, it doesn't really matter. You win a championship, you win a championship. But there is yeah. something special about winning a championship at home, I don't you think? Oh, yeah, I mean, I was at the Jays in 93, and it was it was awesome to be there when they won it in the yeah. building. TFC. Rather than when they won it in Atlanta. TFC was awesome. Mm-hmm. Argos. Leaf, Leafs this year will be awesome. <laughs> Jeff Mott, uh was bringing up the top 10 because Philadelphia is playing like we're on this day that we're talking to you. We're, t- we're doing a, a Flyers Leafs game. Of course, the 76ers playing the Raptors right now, although that series might be over by the time you watch this podcast. Uh, I believe the, were the Jays? No, the Jays weren't playing the Phillies. That wouldn't make sense. Oh, I think uh, TFC was playing Philadelphia. The so, them on weekend, yeah. I think there was a top 10 list of the great Toronto Philadelphia moments on SportsCenter. Mm-hmm. 
And and Jeff asked me, I said, the number one is obvious. And my first response was, yeah, of course, the Kawhi shot. And he said, no, you idiot, Joe Carter's home run. And I said, well, how about, I think it's actually Ty Domi beating the crap out of that fan who <laughs> fell into the penalty box. Vince Carter missing the shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, that's, a, that's on there too. But it's the Kawhi shot that Joe Carter, but... I'll take Kawhi over it, but he's right. The Joe Carter wins a championship. Don't you feel like the Kawhi feels bet bigger? Maybe it's just how time, would you right? know? You were watching Mad About You. <laughs> you I didn't was not even watching. See the Kawhi. I was watching <laughs> Game of Thrones, Game of and Thrones. and I did see it on delayed live. Oh, so same. it was like it was live. Same thing. How many years after the Joe Carter did you watch it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It would have to be Joe Carter, but I, I just the. The mo for time it felt like the Kawhi was even, you know, because Joe Carter was the second, second straight one, yeah. World Series. Yeah. Whereas I know it was only what was it round one against Philly or round two. They beat Orlando in round one, didn't they? It was round it was, two. It was round two. Yeah. Round two. Yeah. yeah. You can't you can't make a logical argument for Kawhi over Joe Carter, but I felt in the moment like I wanted to. Plus, for anybody under thirty, and we have a, a young listenership here at the podcast, uh, they wouldn't really remember remember Joe yeah. Carter. So. Yeah. No, they wouldn't. Listen, man, crazy. that call still though of the shot. What do you hear the foreign language ones? No, no. See, you know, like that's so cool. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to speak speak ill of um, a person who's no longer with us, mm-hmm. but I do think that the call of the Joe Hart Carter home run by. Tom Cheek. Tom Cheek, yeah. The late Tom Cheek, who yeah. was a great play-by-play guy for a long time, uh-huh. was not a great call. See, that one that one has... Because there's some people that love it. Some people think that that was, like, the best call. I sort of sli- side with you on it. I didn't love... I don't love that call. But Touch them all, people, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. Is You know, of course you won't. Yeah, I don't. Some people love that call. Some really, people do eh? it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I didn't love it either. I think Sean did. McDonough? Sean McDonough have uh, still champions or something. Yeah, it was something. It would, no, Sean movie. Sean McDonough said every dog has its. No, day. he did not. Blue Jays. <laughs> this one. <laughs> every bird it's has its day. <laughs> every scores. bird has its day. When it went over the fence, he went scores. Who said birds aren't real? <laughs> I must say, I, I'm surprised to hear that. I I, I love that Tom G call. I do. Um, see, people love it. Yeah. See, I don't. It's not a love call for me, but like you just equate it with that moment. That's what, like, mm-hmm. touch them all, Joe. That's you, you. You think of that moment, I guess. It, yeah. Probably it wasn't perfect. I don't think it was bad. Joe Carter. Well, here's the thing. Did he write it down before? No, no he wouldn't have seen that so. one coming. Like you no. can. I, I've always said, you know, if you're if you're doing a basketball game or I guess any game. You can you can think up a line for the ending of the game, but if it's a dramatic home run or a, a buzzer beater, obviously you're not you're going to have to do something on the right. Yeah. You're going to have to do something on the fly. On the I, it, like I said, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. It wasn't. He didn't butcher it or anything like that. I just. I've always been underwhelmed with that call. Nobody cares. Uh, one more sports thing before we leave. Uh, I realized this weekend that uh, I don't have a man crush on Jordan Spieth, but. I, I, I've said before, I don't cheer for much in sports anymore. I cheer for him in an unhealthy way. Why? I want to admit, I don't know. I just love watching Jordan Spieth win to the point that I was legitimately excited and yelling at my TV on Sunday when he won the... Really? <laughs> the whatever it was called at... Uh, 
The Heritage RBC. The Heritage, sorry, the RBC Heritage. Heritage. Yes, uh, yeah. I, I so I've I think I was suppressing it. Puffy doing my professional broadcaster job yeah. at the you Masters. You did not cheer for him at all. And, at and he made the cut. But uh, when he's in the hunt, I get excited. And I think that to me, he has a tiger. And this is not common for people. Jordan is, there are a lot of people who love Jordan Spieth, right? Like he gets more endorsements per se for what he's been the last few years for than sure. he deserves. He's just interesting because anything could happen. He could completely blow up or he could do something incredible on every shot. And that's why I find him intoxicating. But right, I think was, he's intoxicating to golf fans. I don't think he transcends yeah. golf. No, I don't think he does either. Anyway, uh, I, I wanted think to he bring better beside Brooks Koepka. <laughs> Am I that delayed? Seriously? No, you <laughs> heard I said. No, that was just. I, I, didn't, no, I, I just, only caught the last part out. What, what about Brooks I Koepka? Said, I, I said I personally think he'd look better with Brooks Koepka. That's what I was thinking. He would look better with Brooks Koepka. What does that mean? See, there was no delay there. It was just like, <laughs> what, what is? What I is thought it was funny. I think you're actually ahead of your left time. my head. <laughs> we'll get it in episode fifteen. <laughs> uh, Poor Lester. Lester, you know that's a rough line when you think everybody has you muted. <laughs> what? Am I on delay? Lester? Are you there? Oh, my God. Um, okay, so the reason I actually wanted to bring up the golf was not Jordan Spieth, but um, there's a, quite a controversy out there among golf fans uh, about the RBC golf commercials. Do you guys watch enough golf or TSN that you've seen? I'm sure Lester has stuff. I'm not sure. Uh, there was a Dustin Johnson commercial that ran a million times uh, where Dustin Johnson, some people might see a downhill lie with Are a tree in the way. Are you honestly bringing up the commercial I brought up last week on this very podcast <laughs> and asked you about it? Oh, did you bring it up last week? The one where he, fit, where he changes the club face and shoots it onto the green. And in the hole, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. That was on last week's pod? Oh my god, yeah. I Did just thought it, it? I'm like, is that a realistic shot? Because it caught my eye during the Masters. Okay, maybe that's what maybe that's what put it in my mind. That's true. That we talked. That, that's about where the controversy it. started. From this I do have now. fresh. I do have fresh material though. They unveiled a new one this weekend at the Heritage. Oh, okay. And it's so same concept. Okay, some completely. This time he's on the edge of a cliff. Oh, that was literally the commercial. And I explained oh. as he's on the edge. It looks like he's about to fall. Then he has a smirk. And he turns the club backwards? Yes. Oh. Oh I, you God. see, I, I thought last week you were talking about the other Dustin Johnson commercial. Okay, homework. We have to all watch, listen to last, last week's, week's episode. Yeah. To make sure we don't rip. I'm so glad to know. Are you sure you didn't dream I'm it? I'm not the only one that, pop, that, that James doesn't listen to. I think what happened probably is you brought up a Dustin Johnson commercial and maybe something distracted me like that dog's got someone's ham, that kind of thing. <laughs> and I was zoning into you talking about the other Dustin Johnson commercial where he just hits a shot and it's like 250 yards away and it goes in the hole and he just kind of nods like he doesn't even get excited. That's the one I thought you were talking about. Right. So you were talking about this new one that they mm -hmm. debuted where he's on the cliff and he turns his club backwards 
and yeah. still hits and at like two hundred fifty yards. That's a makeable shot. Yes. Oh, so if, uh, if I, I, I was asking if I a know. professional golfer could actually do that with that yeah, distance. I, I mean, I just saw a video yesterday. I mean, I think it's old of Dustin Johnson uh, playing golf left-handed. Mm-hmm. And his swing is, like, better than 98% of, like, his swing was unbelievable. And he's hitting it. He said driving it, it's a little tough for him. But, like, his irons were unbelievable. So these what, guys what did are, I, are so good. They can do how, it. How did I answer last week? <laughs> we'll have to go back and listen. Do you think this is a problem? <laughs> do you think I'm losing it? You honestly seem like you didn't know what commercial are. I was talking about, so perhaps yeah. that's what happened. But now the only thing is, did the commercial debut during the Masters? Yes. Okay, well then you didn't. See oh no, it sorry, I don't know if it debuted. It. That was the when I saw it because we we weren't watching commercial. We probably, weren't getting ABC commercials. So that's what probably happened. So it debuted during the Masters. I wasn't paying attention to you. I thought you were talking about the old DJ commercial. I lost interest. My mind wandered, and we just went through the segment. We mailed it in. So yeah. now, now I'm really relating because I watched it 55 times during yeah. the RBC Heritage. So this is huge. And a lot of people in golf are talking about how bad Everybody. it is. Yeah. Everybody in golf. So you actually were at the, you were at the see, forefront. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So actually, this is a good follow-up by me. I so. should be in Augusta next year. <laughs> I'm just a little worried about myself now because maybe, maybe this is the sign of the decline. Yeah. Like I've always been forgetful, but I, if I completely ignored an entire segment we had on our podcast. Well, I barely remembered if it's any consolation, but I do remember stuff talking. Thank you, Lester. But you, but you probably were, you were like off half the time because yeah, you, you were in time to oh, transmission I problems. Yeah, you were here. Well, I did have Puffy, some do you remember the conversation? Problems. No, but I don't remember much. You don't remember it either? No. Maybe Stoff didn't have it. Maybe he had it Lester off camera. just said he remembers it. <laughs> I remember it. Jimmy, what is the controversy that people are pointing to now? Because you have it's just the okay. That just that it's the dumbest commercial ever. That like no one could ever hit that oh. shot. Would ever try that shot. And to the point where uh, diehard golf fans, I listened to about three different golf podcasts, and two of them mentioned it this week. Think that their RBC is punking us by doing something so dumb that will make people talk about it because it's so bad. So I, I wrote my financial advisor, who happens to be an RBC guy, and said, you need to get to the bottom of this. Why the hell are they doing these idiotic commercials? Uh, I'm sure he he'll gave know. me an initial response, but it, it wasn't satisfactory. He said, uh, I thought, always thought that commercial was bad. I inquired further, and then he didn't finish the text. He lied. He's lying. He's yeah, I don't lying. think he did either. He also said he's in Iceland on vacation, so he's not actually. He also said stop stealing Stoff's material. Did he send back your taxes and not do them as a punishment for you asking him that question? Yeah. He should have. No, no, he didn't. He didn't. He should be standing next to Brooks Kepka. <laughs> that would make him look better. That, la- that landed. Okay, let's start the podcast. Okay. <laughs> what else would you like to get through from last week? Nothing. I just had a lot of things. I had some stuff, stuff on my list. We got through the mouse, mm-hmm. talked about the mouse. We talked about my deck crumbling. I talked about my unhealthy uh, affection for Jordan Spieth. We talked about that Dustin Johnson thing that nobody brought up before. Uh, so I think we covered a lot here. We talked about O-Dog's issues with the hat. Jimmy, you could play a round of golf at the Heritage. Do you want to play with Spieth or Tiger? 
And let's say there's a 50-50 chance you're going to exchange phone numbers at the end and maybe do some casual dining. Get it? <laughs> At a Denny's a potential, it could turn I into mean, something. You'd be dumb not to say Tiger would be the one that would be a much more exclusive because I feel that Jordan Spieth would actually go to dinner with me. Yeah, like if I went up to him next year at the Masters, say Jay Duffy, big guy TSN, you know, he would, no, maybe we no could, chance. maybe There's we could hang. Yeah. Did you see Jordan Spieth? Uh, his wife ran out of the green with their baby, and oh, a lot of people were talking. Yeah, he's got a baby, and a lot of people were concerned because she was so excited. The baby was like, jump, like you're worried about the, the head. People were like, yeah, that baby's going to be in post concussion <laughs> syndrome or, Not, or whatever. Nothing so. people like better to do than judge other people with their children. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, sorry, I buried the real lead of the podcast, and I'm sorry because I've gone on for like a half an hour, as I often do now. But yeah. we have a new member of the podcast we, we family, do. and I it's think uh, it's time for Puffy to introduce. Uh, well, I, I him her. It's a, we got a puppy. That's the that's the big oh. thing. Oh boy, uh, a little cockapoo. Um, and her name is Welly. <laughs> you said poo. And uh, she's adorable. Welly? Oh, Welly. for 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 Wellington County. Yes, that is oh, nice. that is part of it. Welly. And also, she's we picked her up, and she lives in like Wellesley County or something. Oh, oh so. there you go. So she is a cockapoo. Cockapoo. So, she, so she's my dog's cousin because my dog's a cocker spaniel. Oh, nice. Well, the, I think it's a mom with a cocker spaniel and the dad was a poodle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but the thing is, because the first time we had Taffy, our old dog, we just picked her up at someone's apartment. This is the first time it was kind of like uh, they, they had like, a, they bred them, I guess. And um, <laughs> that is the word. That's how it happens. But there was her siblings, were, there was two of them still there. And uh, it was a little hard to, to take. Welly away from her, her sit, their sisters. They were. Did she cry in the car? She she did do a little bit of whimpering, but she settled in pretty quick. She's only been with us twenty four hours, and she's uh, she's loving life. Here's a puffy's hypothetical. Yes. If humans were bred the way dogs were bred, in a futuristic sci fi apocalyptic society, it's not that futuristic. I don't think it's called the metaverse. Yeah. And uh, you the. The female uh, had to be bred with one of the, the four members of the podcast. Who would you Ooh. choose to, to do your, your breeding with? Who do you think would, like, the, the average Who would you want would to be the stud? The stud for the litter. Who would fetch Ooh. the highest price, I guess, is what you're asking. Yes, there stud you go. Fees. I mean, look at, look at, well, look at. <laughs> I think someone's quite confident in their stud fees. <laughs> I gotta say, I think I think that I would I would have to take Lester, uh, good looking man, musical is, abilities. He's got everything. Like those, I, bo- like the bios that like the sperm donors give. Lester certainly would stand out from the pack. You know, professional musician, athlete, for the scholar. athlete, athlete. I mean, pickup hockey player. Does that qualify oh, wow. as athlete? Oh, did you? Those yeah, it's not like he's featured on a TSN starting lineup. <laughs> Probably should be. Wow. He should be ahead of a few people. Agreed. Do we need to explain that joke? <laughs> oh, probably. it was on last week's no. podcast as well. <laughs> we, talk, we we did a full breakdown of the lineups. I was just going to ask you. Uh, you obviously have two boys, um, human boys. Yes. Um, was it a, a, a priority for you to get a female dog? 
Yes. The Tanya was like, no more boys. We're getting a little girl. So I heard that, uh, I heard that boys are more affectionate dogs. I heard that. Um, we I've only see I've only really had girl dogs and they've been very affectionate and and uh but, it's crazy how 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 uh, much fun they are. My Willow is the sweetest dog ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the first female dog I've had. The one thing I would say is uh, there. I don't know if this is true or not, but will the pee uh, destroys the lawn of the female dog more than the male? Well, Taffy definitely did take out some lawns in her day. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Is it some sort of science thing? Maybe one of our many. Uh, Dog scientists who follow the pod can write Well, maybe in. it's because the way they pee, they're pro- they're more direct. It's like a more they're right at one spot where the the, the male dogs they just lift their leg out and they're sending pee scatter shot. So it's oh, or maybe it's yeah, because male dogs would go towards trees more trees often, trees and stuff. Yeah, whereas the female dog just crouches in the middle of the lawn. And uh, right so far, I just found some people believe that female urine causes more trouble to the lawn than male dog urine. So yeah. Jimmy, you're amongst the some people. Well, right now I got female urine all over my house because <laughs> this Willow has no control over it. So uh, that's sad. But, all right, uh, let's move it's on. It's great having a puppy. It's, so you're, you're sleeping and everything all right? Well, last night um, I got home late from work because we were doing the Ottawa cracking game. And um, so I took her out for a little uh, bathroom. But she's pooped twice in the house. That's okay. That's yeah. That's gonna happen. So we're hoping to start getting that going. But no, she was whimpering a bit, but she was good. Have you used my method of uh, extracting the poop? Remember no, I was talking that about a cereal pack. Yeah, that will not be happening. Extract. I can't do it. Hold a finger in the bum. Yikes. <laughs> Willow now runs away from me when she sees the bag over my hand at night. It's like the evil scientist. She goes ah, and she runs away, and she can't even run. She just kind of pulls herself with two legs. Ah, get me away from this guy. That's gotta be just horrible to watch. <laughs> it really is. Um, let's do an episode of uh, things that I saw on Twitter. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as a sad on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. We have this for Rubber Boots. React. Rubber Boots reacts. And it is a hot take from our guy, Bump, who's reacting to the uh, announcement of The Match, which will feature Brady and Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes and Josh Allen on the golf course. And Bump's Bump's reaction here was, Methinks a shark has been jumped here. Was Bump doing a pun because Greg Norman, the shark, is leading the Saudi Golf League? I think, I don't it think is. so. I think Bump? he is. He goes Bump? two layers with his puns. Bump is deep. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this whole thing, I don't want to do a big, long thing on the Saudi Golf League, but they got big problems because no one's going to no one's gonna go watch uh, some of these guys. It's Jimmy, game. for $5 million, <laughs> would you go and play in the Saudi League? <laughs> yes, I Hold would. Hold on, is the match no, in the Saudi League? I got to make a confession. I didn't read the tweet. I thought it was about the uh, Robert Garrigus uh, joining the Saudi League. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a tough one. So when I just said it's about the match between Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes and Josh Allen, it's, where did you go? This is one of the worst Like, where did you go? In the history you're on the of the Are you Are you okay? Oh, man. <laughs> oh. This is just... 
Lester not being last week in the pod is crushing you this week. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. Lester's edited out parts. Yeah. Where he was more not even able to this. participate. Is okay, uh, you know, I've had a problem my whole life where my mind wanders at times. And usually I'm good enough to... <laughs> while I'm on television, I'm able to focus. But sometimes on the podcast, my mind wanders. And so you started to read it. And when I did... I read your notes earlier and I saw Bump made a tweet... And I thought it was about the Saudi league. So when you started talking about Bump making a tweet, my mind wandered and I didn't listen to the rest. Actually, you know what the key part of that was? The whole mention of the shark. That's where the shark, the shark confused you. Because you, you immediately did. went Greg Norman. I, and then, I thought Bump was making a, making, a, making a joke. Yeah, so this is all Bump's fault, clearly. Come on, Bump, get it together. Be better, idiots. Be better. I I need to apologize to all our listeners for this week's performance uh, (laughs) on the podcast. Uh, And I don't even have, like, Puffy's drunk at the Masters excuse. No, no excuses. Um, I think he's right. Like, the match thing was, I loved it for the first few times, but I don't really care. Like, and I love golf, but four quarterbacks playing, I don't really care. Like, don't you you want two golfers in there? Wouldn't that make it better? Yeah, or like uh, Barkley makes it super interesting. You need somebody who's funny. And Brady and, you know, they're doing this, Josh Allen are doing this like back and forth, pretend trash on Twitter, but they're just, they're not that funny, right? I don't know. I don't would, know. We, would the four of us would be more entertaining in a nationally televised match, no matter what the quality of golf was, than those four guys, guaranteed. You'd never let it happen. Well, you've, you've shown that you're like, because when you did the match with uh, Jerry D., you were bringing it. You were bringing I brought it. Stuff from an air- and I think Lester would be funny. You know, he'd bring out his instruments and do like play little, play hello while we're in our backswings <laughs> to try to rattle us off. My golf cart would break down. I'd forget good. where I was. <laughs> Wander off somewhere. <laughs> we would feign concern. <laughs> uh, what else you got? I'm going to focus now. I'm going to hear uh, every word you said. Sticking to the golf. Uh, which uh, has been a focus problem. However, uh, Lester has sent in this video that I sent you guys, and we'll show it right here. And uh, Lester sent this in for things I saw on the socials, so take it away, Lester. Well, it was just, uh, and I forget the name of the the gentleman, even though we just saw the video, but an unbelievable, he's at the driving range, and it's just an unbelievably smooth swing, and the power he seems to get is incredible. It's kind of reminiscent of uh, Bruce Lee, for me, just that little, not pushing real hard, but somehow getting that right um, physical or physics type of uh, a contact, right? So, just interesting. But what struck me most about it is that he has a driver, and I don't have a driver, which I've asked for. You've been harping about a lot about the stealth lately, hoping that Nick would uh, come through for you, eh? I'm not talking to Nick, I'm talking like- to you. You make a lot of references. Most of your texts to me contain a stealth reference of some sort. It's it's dominating our chats right now. It so is an I'm, unbelievable I'm club. Just Why don't you just win the Gold Bar League and then we don't have to worry about it? Well, anyway, I uh, I agree, Lester. That was a, I I watched that swing like ten times. That guy is smooth and money. The only thing I wondered sometimes those driving <clears throat> range shots when the ball goes into the night. He's done. Oh. He's, he's, he's sick of it. I don't blame him. He he should if there was if there was any ever going to be anything that kept stuff off the podcast, it would be this. 
Uh, I think maybe it's a, like the power maybe is a bit of an optical illusion, like that it, it seems like it's firing 320 yards and maybe it's not, maybe it's the way that it's shot, but that is an unbelievable swing. I the, like, I've always said the LPGA ladies have a much nice, smoother swing than most of the men on tour, right? Like Rory's got a beautiful power. swing. There are guys who yeah. have yeah. Adam Scott, but uh, yeah, to generate that much power, uh, you won't see that from me and Puffy in our stealths. We, we won't see it, period. Oh, did I tell, you, I tell you, Puffy got a stealth? Did you get a stealth, stealth Puffy? No, I didn't get one. But I, they've taken care of me more. Than I wish I could have taken O-Dog's stealth and given it to you, Lester. That would have been sweet. That's what I would have Yes, for that too, eh? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Uh, moving on from <laughs> golf, onto the very exciting world of the newly launched USFL. Uh, is that st- so has that started, USFL? Yes, just this weekend. Uh, well, I mean... Well, we'll talk about this in the Gold Bar League, but we did have one of those events on the uh, docket. I guess not all of you would know. Yeah. There's uh, some participation issues. Birmingham, baby. That's, that's a lot of controversy. Make yeah. sure you stay till the end for this because it's going to get ugly. Yeah. It will. I'm sure. We're going to bring up things from three weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> anyway, in the USFL, the Pittsburgh Maulers have just cut... Devon Smith, which was one of their running backs, and there's a video circulating online, and basically this guy gets cut for the team meal was chicken salad, and when the hotel employee asked him, uh, tried to give him the chicken salad, he asked for a slice of pizza, he said, no, we can only give you this, is it going to be a problem? And he said, yeah, it's going to be a problem, and he walked away, and they mm-hmm. cut him off the team. Talk to you guys on March 22nd, I had a handbook, I covered some items very important to me line 46 addresses that any disrespect of football or members staff usfl hotel etc would not be tolerated and it's been brought to my attention that has occurred with you so unfortunately unfortunately hear me out unfortunately cost of doing business i'm gonna have to let you go okay i didn't think i did anything or said anything disrespectful i didn't say anything disrespectful he said, is that going to be a problem? I said, yes. That's it. And I walked away. I mean, I didn't think that was disrespectful. Me saying yes, I don't eat chicken salad. And I was like, is there another option? Walked in with pizza. And I was like, can I get a slice of pizza? He said, no. I was like, he said, is that going to be a problem? I said, yes. That's all I said. I didn't say no cuss word, nothing. Fair foul. Lester? Let me say this. I'm a picky eater, so I kind of understand where he's coming from. At the same time, if you're a professional athlete, you don't have to eat it. But maybe you're a little more courteous, and you just look after yourself, and that's it. Puffy? Well, I think it also depends on, on how the exchange went down. Like, if, uh, if he's like, you know, is this going to be a problem? And he was like, yeah, it's going to be a problem. And he walked away. Or if he's like, yeah. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> and, and the guy's like, this guy's going to kill me because I didn't, cause I didn't give up pizza. Then I think you would be right to, to cut him. But uh, just for him being like not wanting to eat the chicken salad. They didn't like him. He obviously wasn't very good. I have a feeling, stuff that the USFL, clearly they're doing like a hard knocks kind of show here weekly or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And they will do anything to get attention and... I feel like this coach cut this player just for just for the show. Just so this clip could exist. Just so this clip could exist. Probably was a mediocre player. I don't know that. And so 
I, I would even go as far to say that one of the producers, whoever's engaged in this thing, said, hey, can we make a bigger deal out of this than it is? And so they cut the guy. Because I thought, yeah. it's a little ridiculous. Unless, like Puffy says, he was challenging the guy to a fight. Yeah. And I felt the player actually looked pretty crushed that yeah. he'd gotten cut over yeah. being well, upset about chicken yeah. salad. So, but anyway. that's the thing about it, right, guys? I mean... You know, we're talking for professional athletes, but again, this is the guy's livelihood. So part of me is a little offended that the team would actually sit there and go and say, because you don't want chicken salad, they're going to cut you, you know? But mm. to your point as well, we don't know what the caliber of the player is, and he may not have made the team anyway. So, right. Also, chicken salad, probably not the most appetizing thing for everyone, but. I ate a lot of chicken salads at the Masters. I quite enjoyed them. So, but we're not talking about like you, a Caesar that be a problem? With chicken in it. We're talking about like chicken mayo, that type of thing. It's not. Yeah, everybody. that's it's not going to be yeah, everybody's deal. That's everyone's cup. So, I don't eat mayo, so I'm out. You know. So Jimmy, what if that did happen to you at the Masters, where you're like you're going for a second chicken salad sandwich, and they're like, "Sorry, sir, there's a limit of one," and then they cut you. If they better not look in our studio. <laughs> <laughs> they revoke my pass. Mr. Duffy, is that going to be a problem that we only have the, the chicken salad today? Yeah, it is going to be a problem. I walk. Give me Fred Ridley and get him over here. That's and I want a bucket hat. Yeah, you, you would be gone. A white bucket hat. And I want a bucket hat now. <laughs> uh, do, you have, uh, do you have anything else from the things that I saw on the Twitter? Uh, there was the other thing no. I ran into was uh, along the lines of the uh, birds aren't real. There's a gentleman uh, that's out there claiming that you could fit all of Texas in the city of New York. Uh, it's <laughs> causing quite an uproar from people who seem to have the joke go over their head. Uh, Hold on a second. That just went over my head. So you could fit. Puffy, we're not paying attention. He talked about this last week. He did not. We did the history and geography of Texas last week. (laughs) (laughs) Everything okay? Okay, smile. So he said. So he just made a joke. He basically said, "I'm from Texas. People don't realize how small Texas is." He put Texas. He shrunk the he shrunk Texas and put it over New York City, so it just took up like three of the boroughs in New York City or whatever. Okay, and he put it out like it was real, and people lost their minds because yeah. and started, yeah. So it's just and he just kept I was looking it. at some of the comments, and there's people obviously going back and forth. My favorite one though was uh, one girl wrote like LMAO. I hope this is a joke because, and then she listed what the actual sizes were. And I guess somebody went onto her profile and saw that she put the queen of sarca- sarcasm as her profile, uh, like in her profile. So they're like, yeah. how can you call yourself the queen of sarcasm if this goes over your head? And her response was, yeah, but this is just too much. People have made things like there's so many people that are just so dumb that everything's believable what people will say. Exactly. So it's. I think it's, it's where we it's are like in the world. People sometimes get bent out of shape because they just can't believe people think that way, even when they're joking. Here's a question for you, Puffy. Yeah. The province of Ontario. Yeah. In what other provinces or territories could you fit the province of Ontario? Ooh. In other words, what yeah. province territories in Canada are bigger than the province of Ontario? I'm going to say. Uh, the Northwest Territories. That's one. That's one. Uh, I'm going to say Yukon. I think Yukon's bigger than it gets mm-hmm. No. Damn it. No. Uh, that's it? No, I'm going to say that's it. Quebec? No. Quebec? There's four in total. So Quebec's four? another one. None of it's another one. And British. Oh, none Columbia. of it's that big, eh? 
Yes. None of it's the biggest. Yes. Really? <clears throat> it's yeah, got like right. Baffin Island and all that stuff in oh, there. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Uh, so new, what do we say? Nunavut, Northwest Territories, Quebec, and Quebec, what's second, the fourth? Northwest Territories, British Columbia, fourth, Ontario, fifth. Yukon oh. is ninth. So. British Columbia is bigger than Ontario? Yeah. I don't feel like that wow. was always the case, but I don't think they're moving the borders around. So They're, they're growing. <laughs> New York, Ontario looks fatter on the map. BC looks yeah. slim, yeah. but I think it's yeah. I think it goes up high there, all the way to the yeah. And they they got those mm-hmm. islands too off to the side. The islands they probably yes, don't forget yes. the Nanaimo and Victoria. Because it takes forever to go get through Ontario. Like you're it driving forever to get the Manitoba border. Yeah, but it's the same if you drive maybe up in BC. Going, no. You yeah, can go like BC north goes high up. goes forever. Uh, but then wouldn't Alberta also be the same? I don't know, buddy. Well, I mean, but Alberta's a little skinnier. Look, Ooh, we're all, yes, we're going to discover all this on our rubber boots country tour. So it's true. <laughs> we're going to pile into that van and drive across Ontario. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Um, I had a just a quick what you watching? What you watching? Just between you and me, what you streaming on your TV? Let me see. What you watching? We crashed. I talked about the dropout, the the story about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos, which I hope you guys are going to check out. Uh, Fascinating. I'm now. It's called uh, the dropout. The dropout. I talked about that. Didn't I talk about that a few weeks ago? I think this was before it was even out. You were saying you were looking forward to it. Okay. I think I might have talked about it as a podcast. It's now. It's now a series, and it's exceptionally well done. Amanda Siegfried plays uh, Elizabeth uh, Holmes, and she is brilliant in it. And it's incredible that people could raise whatever the billions of dollars that they raised uh, in an absolute and utter complete fraud. Uh, We Crashed is similar. We Crashed is about the story of WeWork. Are you guys familiar with WeWork? No. Uh, Which was a company that basically... Their whole idea was to rejuvenate, was to change office space uh, where people would come and there'd be juice bars and gyms and ping pong tables. And I I think their business model was like people would rent space. So if Lester was a musician, he would rent a space in the office and stuff, you know, Puffy's a real estate agent. He would come there and they would all work together like the young people. Yeah, that was kind of becoming a big thing a few years ago. Yeah. So we worked, ended up being, they had stuff all over the world, but... But the uh, the couple that ran WeWork are completely and utterly nuts. They're played by Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. And okay. uh, yeah. I'm not through the whole thing yet. I have a couple of epis left. But again, based on true story, which makes obviously there's some embellishment uh, for dramatics. But it's just insane to me in both these cases how these the dumb. <laughs> well, the boldness for one is appreciated like they you have to be bold to do these things but the idiocy the mistakes they make are just it's it's insane so i highly recommend we crashed and the dropout and i'm currently into dope sick which is the story of oxycotton which is on uh i think that one's on disney maybe or apple tv plus so uh i don't know if you have subscriptions to that but michael keaton very good in it uh does he play a doctor he plays a doctor who kind of gets sucked into the whole Oxycontin thing. And uh, again, something that will make you extremely angry. So there you go. Those are my three recommendations for the week. Nice. Can I mention uh, two What things? else we got? Yes, of course you can. Can I mention two what you're watching? Um, listen, I have to tell you, um, it's a big movie. 
But I finally saw Spider-Man No Way Home on the weekend. Unbelievable. Nice. I don't know if you guys were into Marvel movies or not, but I just I, I saw it with my kids. It was good. Yeah. Really well done. Who um, plays Spider? Is Tom Holland still Spider-Man? Tom Ho- well, there Tom is Holland's still all the Spider-Man. All the Spider-Man. Yeah, that's right. Don't give it away. It, it's it's very Lester. Good. The movie's been out for four months. Anyone who's how did you I'm how did you wait so long? Well, like I finally bought it on Blu-ray. I just watched it on Blu-ray, so that was cool. Oh, okay. The other thing I was going to say, though, is uh, and this is a little bit of a TSN plug, uh, but uh, there's a 30, 30, 30 for thirty out called Shark, and it's just course we're back to golf here but it's about greg norman specifically about the masters in the 1996 collapse james duffy you must see this documentary as a as a golf guy you'll james is going to bring it up next week on what you watch yeah. <laughs> bump had a tweet about that <laughs> yeah about the saudi league so is that on demand, Lester? Could I just uh, could it's, I just get it's that? actually like, watch it hasn't it premiered as yet as we're as we're uh, doing oh, this pod, but okay. uh, but it will be out soon. So it should be on demand. Now, now. does it Very portray good. Greg Norman in a sympathetic way? As it should, I would say yes. Uh, he's in it, and by the way, he looks fantastic. Um, you reference the fact oh, that, that he's Saudi money, and he's he looks great. So. Um, he, I just, it, it gave me a new perspective on him. It's very interesting and very well done. Does he ever do any like walking beat shots where, where his shorts are too tight? Like that he was, became famous for last year. Okay. Not to give away the whole thing, but he actually plays Augusta present day. No way. As they're talking about it. It's very, very well done. Yes. That's awesome. Oh, that's a cool. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. Did he, did he get, did he get the, did he get the score good enough to win the tournament? Well, let's put it this way. There's a couple of key shots in 96 that he misses that he makes yeah. here in the documentary. Nice. That's cool. Well, when, when Jean Vandeville blew the Open Championship in whatever year that was, uh, ESPN brought him back the next year to do a feature, and he, he played the 18th hole, which I believe he needed five to win, right? Six for a playoff? Uh, no, I think he needed six to win. Six to win, seven for a playoff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's one. It's one of the two. You're right. And I just remember him saying, "I got a six. I, I think Puffy. I think it was a. I think you're right about like he put his tee shot second. I'm just reading it now. Yeah, he 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 needed a six. He needed. He was up. He's leading by three. A six to win. Okay, so yeah. so ESPN sends Jean Vandeville back to uh, what course was that, Puffy? Look it up. Carnoustie. Uh, was it Carnoustie? Carnoustie, I think. He needs a double bogey six yeah. to win on 18 and does all that stuff and makes seven. So they sent him back with a putter the next year, and he only played the hole with a putter. And I believe he made, he made either five or yeah. six. Um, so similar to what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. I'm pretty there, sure Lester. he got a six. Uh, Greg Norman, by the way, you know what I was referring to, right? The shot that went viral a couple of years ago with Greg on the beach with his dogs that he posted, and uh, his, his shorts were wet, and uh, everything was quite visible. And oh really? People think that's why he posted it, and uh, he has the nickname Third Leg Greg. But I don't know if that was prior to that or only after that. <laughs> but oh, uh, wait, I don't wait. know if that's addressed in the documentary Third Leg Greg. <laughs> Third leg Lester, Greg. that's a good nickname. Yeah. Well, Lester, Lester you're, on, you're on. You're on. You muted yeah. yourself, Lester. You're on mute. Sorry about that. No, no it was not mentioned. Oh, okay. Oh. Maybe that should have been the name of the doc. It would have been third leg. Greg would have been a better thirty for thirty. Um, yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Lester. We'll watch that. Yeah, oh, we'll watch that, that one, one for sure. Uh, what else we got? Listener mail. 
podcast. Listen to the mail. Listen to the mail. Thank you for listening. Uh, quite a bit of feedback on our uh, who would you want to fly a plane uh, and survive the landing discussion. Uh, I mean, depends how you look at it. A lot of love for Puff or not a lot of love. Uh, Jeremy writes in, sorry, guys, it's always going to be our boy Puff. I have com- com- I have complete confidence in Puffy with a major eye roll emoji at oh. the end. Ouch. Emotional damage! Uh, Andrew Barron writes in, we all know our boy Puff would be the- that pilot at the bar before his flight. I don't think there's... It's only to calm the nerves. Only to calm the nerves. <clears throat> Just a couple. Just to keep me just steady. To keep the edge off. I would uh, allow you to have two drinks if 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 I was on the plane. I would allow you to have two drinks, Puffy. I would want that. Definitely. If I was on the plane, I would have your two drinks, for you, <laughs> along with a slew of others. Ricky Schmidt. We'd be celebrating. Ricky Schmidt writes in. Stoff always seems organized with all the logistical details, so I'm 100 percent going with him. I'm sure, Ricky uh, yeah. remembered our uh, Dustin Johnson discussion from last week as well. <laughs> I'm sure Stoff picked out all the picked out all the messages that were him. Well, here's another one that says Stoff should fly the plane. Uh, oh, here's another one that says you Stoff. are correct, Jimmy. Uh, Leafs chirp. Uh, he gave us a list uh, from one to four who he like. Stoff number one. Let's be realistic here, folks. Okay. Wow. Uh, number two says it's a toss up, but let's do Lester. He can sing some John Denver or Don <laughs> McLean if things go south. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. Number that three, Jimmy. I think he could give her a good go, but he has too many self-deprecating stories to keep me calm. Okay. And number four, Puff. Love you, but... That, that, <laughs> but. That's fair. That's fair. I, I am just on, like, like the, the lack of love for Puff is understandable with his track record on this podcast, but I just feel like I, you know, I deserve a little more credit in my ability to pull that off. You guys know that I can focus when the time for 15 seconds. Yeah. I can focus. I'll I won't forget <laughs> what I learned. I'll forget everything I learned the day before in training. <laughs> Oops, forgot to put the wheels down. <laughs> what, what if your mind just starts to go while the pilot's explaining? I mean, like, okay, you put the wheel down. It's like, okay, okay, okay. And then you just make up the rest on your own. Yeah, after little... today's performance, I'm worried about you doing the Leaf game tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Five seconds to landing, four seconds, three seconds. That dog's got something to him. <laughs> and we're bouncing. Uh, Matthew writes yeah. in Pilot Lester. Co-pilot Stoffington Post, myself, concern about our boy Puff even being near the plane loading luggage, quite frankly. So <laughs> that, was, that was a little that's harsh. Really harsh. That's really harsh. Uh, Snack not Bites Pete says, I gotta snake go with... Snake Bites Pete. No, Snake Bites Pete did not write in. Snack did. <laughs> I gotta go with Captain Lester on this one, so that's another... Nice. A lot of votes for me and Lester. Um, Puffy, not Jimmy, so much. we're in the back. We're... Yeah. Actually, you know, I I was actually thinking when I was reading Stoff's notes that he sent, I said, I'm going to get fiery about this. I'm going to defend myself. And then after my performance on the first hour of this podcast, it's really hard to come up with any viable defense why I should be flying that plane. You and I are throwing luggage on. (laughs) That's all we're doing. Uh, pertaining to our dogs howling discussion as to why dogs howl, uh, not really an answer, but Fistful of Three says, I don't know about the dogs, but I was howling listening to everybody sing on the Master's Pod. That's some praise for you two gentlemen. Mostly Mark Ward. Uh, uh, chiming in on our bad places to go number two, uh, in, uh, 
bad toilets, I guess. Uh, Father Morrison, I don't know if he's a priest, but he writes in, a factory in Mexico. The factories aren't near resorts. I was in a world... I was a world traveling technician in my last job. So Ooh, a dude. factory in Mexico is seems like he has it seems that. like there's more of a story going on there. Yeah. Yes. Well, seems like well, he obviously is. we'll get him on for next week. Perfect. Yeah. Father Morrison, get in touch. Uh MB Fan204 uh tweets in a video from TikTok that's taken at the Weimara uh, from someone <laughs> called Jake and Kaylee, so I'm assuming it could be Jake Brooks. It is Jake uh, Brooks. They're simply asking, is this Brooksy? The video it does is. feature. It is. It is. I uh, did uh I did watch ooh. the video with an attentive eye. <laughs> <laughs> Many times. Brooksy uh Brooksy gets recognized. That, I can a lot. confirm that with Brooksy. Yeah, sure. Brooks Brooksy gets recognized a lot now. So Kaylee is her uh is her I was going to say her stage name, but that was in college. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Put your hands together for Kaylee. <laughs> That's her pseudonym. That's her traveling name. It's All right. Kaylee. Well, mystery solved. Um, yeah. Co- Corey Kling writes in, successfully reference a line from the podcast for a university paper. And then he quotes wow. season eight, episode eight, uh, 2523 to 2530. Now nice. I, I'm guessing he referenced this that part in a university paper. I went back and listened, and it was myself saying that if your conversations with your neighbor go past the weather, you've gone too far. Oh, nice! Uh, I, I guess that helped him out somehow. Just <laughs> that's a good line. Tweet in Corey. Let us know if you passed. Corey, does that make like the stuff get in your uh, your footnotes. bibliography or your footnotes? The footnotes yeah. Be. Does it say like Rubber Boots Podcast, Stoff, Season 8, Episode 8? That would be the greatest footnote ever. Let us know, Corey. Let us know. That's awesome. We'd love to see it and want to know what you got as the grade. Um, Matthew DeRitter asking last uh, episode, uh, when you said that Lester would have to die for me to play golf with you, uh, he wrote, can't he just be fired and not die? I was a little extreme. I'm sorry about that, Lester. Lester, I'm sorry. Things okay, went a little man. left. Uh, in our chat, as you know, uh, stop by our chat, uh, say hello, get a gold bar. So Trojan uh, Trojan Baz, whose name is Baz Watson, stopped by to say Trojan Baz says hello. Trojan Baz is also very tipsy. <laughs> so quite the party on Thursday nights we have. Uh, Interesting. He also wrote in afterwards. I can only assume I'm, assume I'm the highest placed member of Prophylactic Nation from Wales. So we do oh, have someone listening to us in Wales. Pretty as Watson showed out. Nice. Finland, Wales. When I was a little, when I was a little kid, did anybody else when they were a little kid think Wales Mm -hmm. was like a place where the whales lived? Like it was just a big pond. That's what I did. Nope, just you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And by kid, you mean three weeks ago? (laughs) No, I. By second year uni, I had it figured out. Alrighty, uh, a couple more here. 99 Striker writes in, I absolutely love your podcast, and I literally laugh out loud at some of the shenanigans you guys get on with. I was wondering how I went to, uh, how I entered to win Stealth Driver. I need some help with my game big time. Ha ha ha. So, Felt like a little bit of a suck up off the top yeah, to try and get in for the like, Stealth Driver. Praise like that usually gets you stuff. Well, what's, it, what's his name? What's 99 his name? Striker. 
Okay, good news, guys. Uh, Striker, I actually have an extra stealth driver, and it's coming to you. I'm going to send it out to you today. It's been kicking around, gathering dust. Uh, Lester, uh, can you get that sent to If you Stryker? want an even more random comment, uh, Borden Cirque writes in, Puffy is the best one on the podcast. I'm not, oh, not sure what it was in reference to or truth. anything, but hey. A genius. Everybody comment loves a Puffy. Comment and we read yeah. your comments. Uh, right. A couple comments from our YouTube section. Our good guy, uh, Sean Morrison, who's been going through our old uh, YouTube videos and commenting on them, uh, said, I'll let you know if I find Jimmy's poop story from the previous episodes. Hand plunger. Nice. You totally tried it. Ask uh, if Sean, if I can make a request, go through this week and find out (laughs) if I've ever had a pod that showed uh, more signs of dementia. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Sean did also have a comment on one of our old episodes from season two. Building a gazebo with my brother today, decided to turn this on. He was horrified by Aspic and confused why it existed. Nice. Confused by why the pod existing? <laughs> or Aspic? <laughs> We've had people ask that question as well. Fair right? point either way. Very fair point. Uh, finally, Tim Blizzard writes in, Boys, it is called Just a Drop. They have it in liquid and napkin form. Uh, invented by a local man from New Brunswick, and it is a lifesaver. It took a while for me to figure out what he was talking about. However, there's a product called Just a Drop in New Brunswick, and it's a it's um, marketed as the original toilet odor eliminator. Oh, okay. So if you're what do you mean you put it odors, you put it in the toilet like in the bowl? Uh, Tim goes... did not specify. Maybe you just yeah. It sounds like you just drop it in. Brooksy buys these beautiful, probably organic like sprays or whatever. So you know, not the not the the stuff you get at the shoppers drug mart, but some little. It's a good, beautiful essence. I spray nice. it even when I when I just do uh, do the number one, just so it's. <laughs> I got like like the smell of it. Nice. Anything else? <clears throat> just the most contentious part of the week. Oh, here oh, we okay. go. Here so we go. go. Oh, here we go. I love gold, and so do you. Do 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 do. Join the gold bar league, and you can have some too. Do 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 do. do. It's the gold, the gold bar league. Come on and join the gold. Uh, another big, big week in the Gold Bar League, uh, especially yeah. we had eight Gold Bars up for grabs. Uh, whoa, however, whoa, whoa, no- whoa, 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 why, why would you change the numbers? They've always yeah. been six. Why would you suddenly yeah. put eight nope. on a day where I happen to be very busy and might have uh, missed the deadline by like 30 well, seconds? For starters, uh, we already had eight a couple of weeks ago, if you remember. Uh, Don't remember that. Pride one, <laughs> Don't so you remember, remember, remember that. that. No. We did the eight bars already. Eight bars again. No one went perfect. Eight bars. Not, wow. yes. not a single one person. Oh, that's good. Five people got seven bars. Damn it. Uh, so shout out to Marn Lander Hughes, who combines uh, Marn and sounds... Nylander oh. and Matthews names. Also oh, I thought, it was one, I thought it was a Welsh name. Another Somebody else from Wales. So, uh, he's got seven bars. That's his first entry, so right out of the gate with seven. Pretty good. A little ground to make up, but maybe he can it's do it. already passed me. Yeah. Jerkson, <laughs> also seven bars. Chris, seven bars. Nelly Butchberger and Dan the Man all get seven bars out of the eight this week. The average was 4.17. The mean was five. So 
the most common one was five bars out of eight. It, mm-hmm. Not a good week to miss, in my opinion. But you're busy. If you're busy, <laughs> look at all I busy. look. If you're in any pool, any pool, any if you pool. get your entry in before like the first tip or the drop of the puck or whatever, you're fine. Puffy and I both had a, a rough day. You know, busy. I had a death in the family. Yeah. I had a death in the family. And, I was uh, negotiating getting a dog. <laughs> and, well, for, uh, for starters, Jimmy, you uh, tip-off already went when you got yours in. And three other games started by the time Puffy tried to get his in. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see anything, though. I was just saying, I said, just give me the home teams. That death in the family, by the way, was Jordan Spieth missed a one-footer on 18 <laughs> so, on Saturday. They put him in a deep hole. You're sitting there watching golf. You're sitting there watching golf. Hold on. Let, let me point out one other thing. You're getting a text message from me that contains yes. a tweet for you to retweet. Did I retweet it? To get their picks in. No, you did not. Not till like after <laughs> six o'clock. Damn it! <laughs> Which I'm not sure why you retweeted at that point. Um, but yeah, so definitely countless reminders. However, you guys want it to just be automatically given the home teams. A yes. bad week for that also because the two of the games were on neutral sites, uh, and another we one was taken an over- the winning team. Now. Another one was an over under. So it was just a panic. It was a panic request. I knew I was in trouble, and I'm like, "Just give me the home teams." Like right before the Raptors right. game tipped off or whatever. I figured I might go four for so eight. So I'm going to do a Stoffy's hypothetical here, because okay. if I gave you guys the three home teams, you would have got three out of eight bars. I'll take that. I'll take the okay, three. So well, I, we'll I'm willing fair. to do this. However, and Puffy, don't get too excited, because this oh. is going to be in Jimmy's hands. And this, I, I, I'm willing to bet this is going to go a lot like those times where you're at the airport and there's one tick, first class ticket for someone to go home and see their family and someone else has to go on the tarmac and help them clean. I know that's what, where I've been going. Okay, so here's my suggestion. I will give you the three bars each, only if Jimmy's relegated to the first up division. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, up, that's 100%. Oh, my God. That, that is fair. Now, that my, is a fair call. My friend Lester uh, missed a couple of weeks, and I would feel, as much as I'm angry uh, with the commissioner, and I think he's a joke, uh, I don't think it would be correct for us to... Uh, <laughs> no, no but take, you're in a lower I'm tier, Jimmy. If you accept the penalty... Yes. If you take the penalty, you end up in the first up division with uh, Puffy, and you would actually be tied for the lead in that division now. Yeah, I cannot. I'm not going to be relegated. The no, podcast no, no. has my name on it. You can't relegate the guy whose name is on the podcast. Yes, it's not. Can. It's not Snake Bites Pete's Rubber Boots podcast. <laughs> it's not Chewy Louie's Rubber Boots podcast. All right. It's not some dude from Wales Rubber Boots podcast. It's not Ricky Schmidt's them. Rubber Boots podcast. It's. <laughs> Jimmy's Rubber Boots Podcast, and thus I remain in the top division. We'll take our All punishment. Right, so let, zero let us for do those standings now. The talent division led by Gersh Truly with 28 gold bars. Big weekend for myself. Boo. AKA yeah. uh, two bars behind with 26. Then we uh, go down to Duffy, 21 bars, and then Lester with 18 bars. So basically, though, then two if, weeks. That's not if bad, Jimmy actually. can't okay. get relegated, then Lester's screwed. Oh, I mean, Jimmy finishes last. He's getting relegated. No, if I if I finish last, six. I'll send. Uh, what's the word they use in Hunger Games when you could send somebody else? Uh, a, pr- a providence. Uh, no, it's, uh, that's close. Pa- those packages. A pro. A pro. A proletarian. A pro. A proxy. A proxy. A pro. A provost. A provost. 
yeah. Proxy. Lester will be my proxy in relegation if I get relegated. Simple. So lovely. I'm sure he's excited for that. No, no. I'll get re If I get relegated, I get relegated. I'm taking it all, all right? All right. Once all again, right. after my performance this week, I just I feel like I need to take everything that's coming my way. Okay, then. so then let's do it. Let's get our three bars, and then you can join me in the division. No. No. Sorry, Puffy. And hence, the first up division is, and this is huge, is this guy did not start in week one, and he's missed a couple weeks. But Bob Weeks now leads the first up division with 21 gold Jesus. bars. Puffy's behind him with 20. Weeks too. Carlos got 18. Cause is coming out of nowhere with yeah, 16. So on. things are really heating up in the first up division. Yeah. Bump uh, rounds it out with 8. Um, now, for the prophylactic conference, our listeners, the April leaders, Chris leads the month of April with 15. Max got a phony as 14. So does Sam. Seven more people tied at 13. And the overall standings, Max Garafoni leads with 31, Han Solo second with 29, Chris, Sam, and Matt, and Pharma Mag 1, who's already made the Platinum League, have 28 bars each, and then a bunch of people tied up with 27, more tied with 26. Oh, Still time to make it. up ground, but uh, only two weeks left. Two weeks left in the Gold Bar League, so... That's it? There's only two weeks left? Yep. Fantastic. I feel like we just started. Well, we move fast. Gotta go to the Platinum, right? Yeah. That's it. We gotta move on to the platinum while there's still events going on. It's crazy. All right, I'll, be, I'll promise to be better, uh, both in the Gold Bar League and in next week's edition of the Rubber Boots Podcast. I'm, well, I'm rejuvenating my focus. Does the first up? Does everyone in the first up division get into the uh, the finals? <laughs> no. What's it called? <laughs> platinum. Would it, would it make platinum. sense that if everyone in the in the bottom tier would make the postseason, would that make the most sense? Well, you guys all get in the platinum. No, league. no, we don't all get in. You don't? No. We did last year. Oh, that was last. Yeah, we changed oh. the rules. How, who who gets in in the top tier division? So in the Just top the... tier division, the person first overall will get mm -hmm. in automatically. Second and third, okay, will have a page playoff. Okay. The winner of that will face the winner of the first up division. Winner of that going on. How many are in that division? Only four of us? Oh, in the town so division, is it, four, five in the first up division. So okay. is it similar for the first up division? Where uh, no, you win the first up division, the you're gonna face whoever won the two-three matchup in the town division. Okay, but how do I get to be the winner of the first up division? Uh, you have to have more uh, gold bars than Bob Weeks, Puffy. Oh, sorry, Bob Weeks, Carlo. Cosmo. But what about my little? I want the little page playoff thing too. <laughs> Well, then you have to make... You have to win first. You have to finish first. Oh, but why don't we get the page playoff thing in our little first up thing like you guys did You have to remember to make your picks, man. That's all there is to you it. You could. Now, Puffy, what if you finish first? Do you still want the page playoff? No, then I directly go into, into the... Understood. Thing. Yeah, I'll bring that up to the board this week, and I'll let you know what they say. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, I gotta go to work. As does Puffy. Uh, thank you guys for uh, uh, for tolerating my uh, my momentary lapses this week. Um, we're gonna we have we scheduled a call with Brooksy. We're gonna see what we're gonna do for. It's for Kaylee. Further, uh, it's Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, glad Lester that we you could join us this week and weren't uh, just off in some uh, technical Neverland. I am going to get very sorry about my, that, guys. More microphones, although I thought you all sounded good. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back loud and proud next week on the Rubber Boots Pod. Yep. Brought to you by BetSafe.net and our friends at TaylorMade, makers of the Stealth Drive. <laughs> 
Tonight? Tonight?